0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I am Kim Dunaway. I thought it would be a good opportunity to take a little bit of a educational break here and talk about CBD oil. CBD is risen in popularity very much in the past year and a half, and we've been selling CBD for probably five years, and it was not as cool, as popular, as widespread, as it is now, but you're seeing it recommended for any number of things, sleep, anxiety, pain, ADD, nervous system issues, you name it, and I've even seen a few preliminary things, perhaps recommending it for even weight. So. Let's talk about CBD oil. So, there's all of these processes in the body. That are, our body is so complex, and you may have heard of things like a COX two pathway or a five LOX pathway, which is what controls our inflammation in the body. Or perhaps you've heard or haven't heard about a HPA axis, which is your hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis, or HPT, which would be that same thing with the thyroid, HPO ovarian what have you there's all these complicated processes that go on the body that we really for the average person know very little about and so the endocannabinoid system up until recently was something that we knew pretty much nothing about so what cbd oil is designed to do is designed to help that specific system so the question is then well how is our endocannabinoid system well there's really no way at least at this point to measure how that system is so your system could be a lot off it could be a little off or not at all and whether it is off or not is what decides whether or not cbd is going to be something helpful for you or not whether that's something that you need a little bit of or something that you need a lot of and the crazy thing is it's going to vary so much from person to person so let's talk a little bit about what it is that the endocannabinoid system does so this particular system helps with the regulation of pain it also helps with the regulation of sleep and so it does have some potential to help with stress, anxiety, depression, and some of these types of issues. And so in terms of pain, as we've seen, that pain medications are very, very heavily used. And it's problematic for people for a number of reasons. One, being addictive. Two, the side effects that are associated with long-term use of these types of products. And so trying to find things that are an alternative is something that we are very much interested in seeing. I like to recommend CBD oil as more of a last resort, or it's not the first thing that I would prefer to recommend. And the reason for that is I like things that are time-tested and true. So things that we've been using for a number of years, not just four or five years or even less in the case of cbd for a lot of companies that have popped up overnight now is that because i don't think it's effective no i'm always interested in getting to the root of the problem and so anytime we think about using things for immediate pain relief or to kind of put a band-aid on something it's not necessarily getting to the root of the problem so if we take things to help our endocannabinoid system is it fixing the problem or is it just providing a band-aid of relief we still don't have a lot of answers on that right now i've seen over the years a lot of people really gravitate to the miracle drugs or miracle supplements the amazing, it'll cure everything. People love something that is going to fix all of their problems because it's much easier to take a pill for something than to make lifestyle changes. And so there's a bit of the CBD crowd that is attracted to CBD because they feel like it is going to, fix their problems without them having to change their diet or get more sleep or change lifestyle situations, it's going to make things better for them. And so none of these types of products are ever a replacement for that. So let's kind of break this down a little bit more. Let's talk specifically about something like sleep because sleep is something a lot of people struggle with and it's a big deal if you cannot get proper sleep like it sucks i can say that i didn't really identify with that until i became a mom and now i I totally get it like lack of sleep really sucks it's hard to be yourself it's hard to be running at a hundred percent so a lot of times people will try something like melatonin for sleep and then it doesn't work for them so they won't be willing to try something else well just like we talked about a second ago with the endocannabinoid system you could have a dysfunction there or you could not so you could be low in melatonin or you could not and if you're not low in melatonin then taking melatonin is not going to help your sleep if you're not low in growth hormone, taking growth hormone isn't going to help. If you're not low in estrogen, taking something with estrogen is not going to help. It's the same thing with the endocannabinoid system. So if there's not a deficiency there, then taking something like CBD is not going to help. But again, it doesn't mean that that's nothing is gonna help. So if you're sleeping issue, and you tried melatonin and it didn't work, it doesn't mean that that's the only option. There's a number of reasons that you might have problems sleeping. Could be your serotonin levels are off. Could be your GABA levels are off and you have problems shutting your brain off. It could be that you have weak adrenals and your cortisol levels are off and are affecting your sleep. There's a number of reasons that that could be the case. So I'm always encouraging people to identify become like a scientist and try to figure out what it is for you that's wrong because that's going to give you the best bang long term because even something like cbd it might work for a while but if we don't get to the root of the problem then it may not work forever but again if you've tried a lot of these things you've tried the melatonin you've tried this, the 5-htp or valerian or what have you and none of those things have worked By all means, give CBD a try. Same thing with anxiety. You've tried several different herbs and supplements for anxiety. Then perhaps CBD is a good option for you. Same with pain. So the next question becomes, okay, how much do I take? There's so much variance on the market in terms of the dosage of CBD. So you might find some that sell one milligram of CBD and you might sell some that are like 50 milligrams of CBD. Like I've literally seen suckers that have like 50 milligrams of CBD in the entire sucker. So a person might just like take a couple licks of it and says it puts them to sleep. Somebody else might do the entire thing. That's a big range of CBD. So what I have found in selling it for the past five years and also I've had the opportunity in the industry that I work in to attend a lot of seminars with experts in the industry, also been allowed to listen to webinars as well too. And the magic dose obviously is gonna vary, but a lot of times with the stress, sleep, anxiety type of person, the smaller doses work fine. Your three, five, 10 milligram doses work great For those there's no need to take really high doses for those type of issues most of the time now your pain type of issues those will oftentimes require a little bit higher dose so maybe 10 15 even as much as 20 to 30 milligrams oftentimes if you get up to 30 milligrams and cbd is not helping your pain at all then cbd is probably not going to help you if you're having to take 50 or 100 milligrams Then I question the quality of the CBD that you're taking, but also whether or not that's the right strategy for you. So just to sort of wrap up, and I have to give a disclaimer here. I have not taken CBD myself. As I mentioned in the previous podcast, I work for Parks and Recreation. I work for the government. And we were told not to take it at all because we are subject to random drug tests and whereas the THC content of CBD is supposed to be at 0.3% or below. Obviously with the vast amount of CBD that's on the market, there's a lot that exceeds that, but also the testing itself is not consistent. They haven't caught up to CBD world. So before you would just test for THC or marijuana metabolites, regardless of whether it was CBD or THC, there was no need to differentiate between the two. Now that there's a need to differentiate, there's not tests necessarily on the market that are able to do that yet, unfortunately. So if you are subject to random drug tests, then this is something that you probably aren't going to be able to take right now, or you definitely need to check with your human resource department and see what their specific policy is. So I can't talk about it from a personal standpoint, but I can say that every other member of my staff has tried it to varying degrees, and they have mentioned help with pain regulation, help with sleep, and some of those different types of things. But again, it does not fix the problem on its own. So you still gotta get to the root of the problem there. So I hope that that little CBD tutorial was helpful for you in some way in sort of navigating all of this new field that's out there. The other thing is, okay, what brand is good? Who should I buy from? You know, everybody tries to make theirs sound the best. Ours is organic. Ours is grown in the USA, blah, 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 blah. Most of the ones that we sell are actually grown in Europe. And the reason I like that is because they've been doing it for a very, very long time there. It's not something that's brand spanking new. I don't like a lot of the local options because they don't test them as much as they should. They don't have an understanding of the soil and harvesting and all of these types of things because they're very brand new to it. I'd much, again, I'd rather have someone who's been doing it for years. They know what they're doing. Doesn't mean that those that are grown in the U.S. are bad. And there are some like in Kentucky and. Oregon and things like that, that they've been growing for a while, or Colorado, of course, but there's some that they've really not, and there's just going to be a lot of variance in the product from one bottle to the next, from one batch to the next, and I like consistency. And so looking for products that are European hemp, you know exactly what you're getting, looking for companies that have been around for more than two or three years, companies that have been around for preferably 10 years or more, even if they're not necessarily been selling hemp products for that long, because in the US they definitely have not, but they certainly have an understanding of good manufacturing practices. And so for them to incorporate CBD into their already good manufacturing processes is not nearly that big of a hiccup as someone who's starting completely from scratch. So again, this is all my particular opinion. There's going to be somebody or somebodies who listen to this that disagree with me completely. And that is okay. But I'd also love to hear your side of the story as well, too, and we can have a healthy debate. So as always, you can find me at ThisDietLife at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Sugar Cop. And thanks again for listening.